the offseason, through the wins and the losses. It's time to take one, one, one giant, giant step. step. Be very interesting. But that thought, leave that in mind, is going to lead us to our fantasy versus reality segment to close out this podcast, okay? And light bulb off. Well, how does that thought lead us into fantasy versus reality? The same bit we do at the end of every one giant step preview weekend. Our final fantasy versus reality of the year. I will tell you how, Bryce. Allow me to start this off, if you will. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. My fantasy play. Remember, if you play in an accurate fantasy football league, your fantasy football season is over. You should not be competing in week 18 if you are. Good luck signing some backup turd quarterback to help you get through the week. But with that, whatever sports book you like to play with, player props, right? That is the new wave of fantasy football. You could bet on any player prop you want. Boy, do I have the player prop for you. It ties into whether Brian Dable is going to coach or not. Folks, on top of Saquon Barkley, there's another New York Giant who assuredly is playing his final game as a Giant. He spoke to the media as well. It's Sterling Shepard, as Bryce whispers into the microphone. Sterling Shepard, who's gotten his token snaps throughout the year, dropped a major pass last week, got really frustrated. Clearly, he's had a frustrating year and has vocalized, you know, not necessarily happy with his role, but look, he was on the roster this year. He may end up a coach on this team if his career is over. If not, maybe he signed somewhere else. There are a couple things to note with Sterling Shepard. You don't know this. Maybe you do. If you don't, I'm going to tell you. Sterling Shepard is two catches away from tying Jeremy Shockey for fifth all-time in the Giants' receptions list. Three receptions away from joining, from passing Jeremy Shockey, fifth all-time in the receptions list. Everybody above him on that list, outside of Jeremy Shockey, in the top four on the receptions list, is in the Giants' ring of honor. Sterling Shepard, Long time now, New York Giant, eight years, has battled back from injury after injury, well-respected locker room guy, well-respected guy by ownership. That is a number, three receptions, that will become very important in that locker room, I think, from, from above. And in a game like this where, you know, it doesn't really matter, even if it matters, do I think Sterling Shepard is going to play a few more snaps in this game? And do I think they might try to telegraph some throws to get Sterling Shepard? They become fifth all-time in that list. I think Daves is going to take care of him here. Sterling Shepard, I just checked a couple sports books. The reception number is not set yet. It will be likely at a half or one and a half receptions because I'm, that's I'm kind of where the hammering average bit is a half. Look if they even the offer it, that's the thing. They may not even well, offer it. Because or they know the alternate receptions. I'm sure there's a sports book where you could find the alternate receptions. On top of that, plus 1,000 because I've already betted at FanDuel. I'll give you the sports book away. FanDuel. Plus 1,000. To score a touchdown. 10 bucks wins you 100 bucks, something like that. To score a touchdown. Beer and pizza money, as Nick Costos likes to say, who I was talking to before the show on this. That is going to be my fantasy play. Sterling Shepard's going to get in the mix. Remember, he scored that last touchdown versus Dallas when it didn't matter. Remember that with Tommy DeVito at the end? They threw a touchdown to him at the end. The, last year in this spot, week 18 was when Kenny Galladay got his only touchdown as a giant, as they worked him into plenty of snaps as well. I think in the red zone, some of those Isaiah Hodgins snaps we've seen, I think they're going to go to Sterling Shepard in this game, and I think they're going to treat Sterling Shepard like some kind of giant legend, which he really isn't, even though I like Sterling Shepard, and he's going to get more looks. Now, he has to catch the ball. He has to do all that. Sterling Shepard is going to find his way to three receptions, or at least they're going to try to get him three receptions in this game, and it would not shock me if they got cute in the red zone and threw it to him. Now, 
how does that tie in? Well, if you're really playing to win, Sterling Shepard's snap should probably be very limited in this game. But this is one of those avenues where I think they're going to work it in. So Sterling Shepard, my player prop fantasy play the game. Again, three receptions. He goes to fifth all time. Anytime touchdown right now is at plus 1,000. Uh, by the time the millions who listen to this podcast hear this, maybe that number will dip. Okay, reality of the game. The Giants are going to win this game. They're the only team seemingly that has lost to Philadelphia while they've been on this slide the last few weeks. And how did they lose to them? Well, bad refereeing, but bad mistakes. The penalties that killed them. It's mistake-free football. Get Jalen Hurts frustrated and get up early. I know that these third quarters have haunted the Eagles. Arizona, Seattle. Those are the games where the Eagles have crumbled out of the half. But Man, if you put a seed of doubt in the Eagles early in this game, if you're really looking to win, the way they've been feeling, that seems like a tumultuous locker room. Giants somehow find their way to a 7-10 point lead, just mistake-free football early. I think the reality is the Eagles can crumble this game themselves. They seem very fragile at this point. So it could be more about just making the Eagles overthink things. And I think that if you're looking for a giant win on the way out the door, if you're not all in on the tank, to me, that's the reality of finding a way to win. What do I think will happen? Uh, I think it's going to be very similar to Christmas Day. I, I think the Giants are going to play a closer game. If you would have asked me a month ago and told me the Eagles have a chance to play for the division if the Cowboys lose, I would tell you, you know, the Giants go get crushed by three touchdowns. I don't feel that way anymore. I don't think the Giants are going to win the game. So I'm going to lay that out there. But I think I just don't trust the Eagles right now either. They will find their way. I actually think A.J. Brown scores a touchdown in this game. But the Giants will bring it all they can. I'm just going to take the Eagles 27-23. In this game, close down to the fourth quarter. They will cover the spread. Ultimately, the Eagles win. Bryce, take it away. So, I, I'm i going to start off by saying, you know, I, I get that it's week 18, and I, I understand that. Uh, can, can we use other other players on the other yeah. team? Sure. Okay, cool. Okay. Give me Philadelphia. I don't care. Okay, okay. So, we'll I'm going to start this off. You know, anytime touchdown, Boston Scott. If didn't this, happen it, on Christmas. It didn't. And that's why it's even more likely to happen this time because he's going to regress back to the mean with the Giants. If this game gets ugly, like I think it might get for either one of the teams, Boston Scott is going to be the lead back in this game. They, there's no doubt about it. They're not going to try it. God forbid that that Swift gets hurt. Gainwell gets hurt. Even yeah, even Gainwell, he's been a, a big part in this terrible offense the past few weeks. Uh you know, I don't even know. Rashad Penny, does he even suit Barely. up? He might. Yeah. So it's going to be between Penny or Boston Scott. I take Boston Scott anytime touchdown. I have no idea what it is right now. I don't know what's up with DraftKings because I just looked it up and they don't offer me anything on, on Sterling Shepard. They're very wishy-washy with. Well, with the to be fair, offer. to be fair, we're taping this on a Thursday night. Yeah, like, no, I get that. Books are trying to get their stuff in order on who's playing and who's not because it's a very dicey. I would call this a vulnerable week for the books as far as who's playing and who's not. Also vulnerable week for the people who bet. Because you could bet on a guy and he doesn't play. Yeah, but so. if you put up a normal number on somebody, it would be a normal week, and you hammered under now, the book can get burned. Can absolutely oh, yeah. Burned. Oh, of course. But, okay, so that's my that's my. Boston Scott, by the way, is only bet. plus 320 right now on FanDuel. For okay, I'm not taking that. I, I take that back. I take that back. What's uh, what's Boston Scott 40-plus? Uh, how about Boston Scott 50-plus receiving and rushing yards? Don't have the yardage stuff yet. They just probably the won't give that up. If they do give that up, take – 
Boston Scott, 50 plus over 50 uh, receiving and rushing yards combined. I think that, that should hit. I don't understand. I mean, the, the same thing was in the Christmas game where Boston Scott was like plus 250 or something like that, where he barely plays. Makes no sense. I bet this, I think last year, it was the last game, Giants, Giants, Eagles. I put Boston Scott in a parlay. His odds were, you know, what they are right now. He's plus 300, 350. They didn't have Swift at the time. But I, I took that a hit. Uh, but I, I would take the same. And maybe if those odds change on the anytime touchdown, I'd take that as well or part of a, of a parlay. But that's my pick. I think the reality of this game, I've seen this script play out way too many times, Sean, in New York sports. The Giants are going to win this game. They're going to Whoa. screw themselves out of a top four pick. I, 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 I've seen it happen way too many times, Sean. Think about, think back to 2015, where the Knicks. I understand different sport, different team. Yeah. It's the same thing in New York. It always happens. 2015, the Knicks win three out of the last four games. They, they fall to two in the draft lottery. Number one's the Timberwolves. They get the first pick. They get Carl Anthony Towns. I worked out. The Giants got Kristaps Porzingis, but this is not the same situation because there is no draft lottery. And if the Giants lose this game, I don't know the exact uh, statistic. and I don't have it in front of me, but I believe the Giants will fall out of the top five into the 7-8 range, 6-7 It seven, all depends range. on all the weird strength of schedule stuff and who wins. Who lo- There's a lot to be decided on Sunday. So reasonably, they'll fall into the 5 to 7 or 8 range, maybe even back to 9. Uh, the Giants are going to win in this game. I don't know why. I've got a terrible feeling about it. It's going to happen, and we're all going to be miserable about it because the Giants will miss out on a generational quarterback prospect, or they'll have to pony up a lot more than they would have if they would lose this game if they do, in fact, win it if they want to trade up for a quarterback. I think the Giants win this game. I think 34-31. I think it's a high-scoring game. No matter what happens, I think that the Giants keep this close. I think at the end, they can't help themselves. But to put this game away, they win the game, and we are all going to be sitting here for the next uh, five, six years thinking, why do the Giants win this game? Because that's how it works in New York, Sean. I just have a terrible feeling about it. I hope they lose this game. I really do. But if they do win this game, I don't want to be on the wrong side of it. I'm calling you right now. The Giants are going to win the game. Boy, what a way to end the preview pods this season. Bryce Gelman disappointed in a giant win. Imagine telling us at the beginning of the year the Giants could beat the Eagles in week 18. We'd all be, oh my God. And it feels like the worst thing in the world.